Just check the clock and you already know what time it is. Tune in to Talk To Me Tyler T. It's real, uncensored, uncut. Let's get it. Check, 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 check. So you are now tuned in to Talk To Me Tyler T. With the one and the only Tyler T. So today, man, uh, it's just me. And I have a lot to discuss, man. Um, so I'm just go ahead and pop the show off. I feel like last time y'all heard me, um, I was with um, Health Done Right discussing health, discussing personal trainer life, coach life, so forth and so on. Um, that was about two weeks ago. And maybe maybe a little longer, maybe two and a half weeks. Excuse me. So now um, we're deeper into this economic recession. Uh, inflation is <clears throat> going crazy. Um and it's leaving us young adults, it's leaving everybody, but I feel like especially us young adults, like, what do we really do? Um, especially young entrepreneurs um, that are really trying to find their way, startup that have startup businesses that are, you know, especially if your business is your main source of income. It's kind of, I don't know, it's, it's scary. Uh it is there's a lot of uncertainty um there is a lot of i guess going with the flow there's a lot of frustration there's a lot of mixed emotions um the list goes on man but um i was kind of in a funk i ain't gonna lie uh for for a week or so man just trying to figure out like damn what am i really gonna do like People not really wanting to train because shit, they like, oh, I, I can't afford to pay this X amount of money a month when I have bills, when gas is eight dollars a gallon, when groceries are high as hell, uh, so forth and so on. So it's just like, God, leave, bro. You know what I'm saying? Um, and even people with jobs, um, they're like. Yeah, I'm making $60,000 a year, but I have rent, I have bills, I have a car note, I have a child maybe. Um, I'm in school trying to find my way. And I know a lot of people are moving back home with their friends because rent has, sky I mean, with their parents, excuse me, because rent has skyrocketed. Um and so, yeah, man, I just want to come here, come on here and say, you know, to all the young business owners, to all the young adults, to everybody who even listens to this show, like, keep pushing. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's the worst time to be a young adult, I feel like, because we're in our, a lot of us are in our mid-20s, you know, a lot of my friends are 25 and older, so we're young adults and we just trying to figure this shit out. But when they say you really have to take it day by day, like you really do have to take this shit day by day, because looking too far into the future, uh, it can frustrate you, man. Uh, and it can put you in this it can put you in this box. It can put you in this bubble where you feel like you're not accomplishing anything. Um, and one thing that I really had to do here recently is just take a step back and just look at shit like where I'm at right now I prayed to be in this position when I was 
working in my corporate job, uh, I pray to have my own business. I pray to be making my own schedule. I pray to be, you know, just in my own space, doing my own thing, um, not worrying about a boss getting on my ass about not having some colors in my calendar for the day or, you know, just little shit. So when I look back at those times and look back at where I came from um, as a trainer and even as a person, uh, it's satisfying. It's humbling at the same time because of the situation that we are that we are all in. But uh, it it just it just kind of puts a smile on my face and lets me know that even through all the bullshit, you know, you still work for what you wanted and got what you prayed for. So you really just have to, you know, I guess kind of look at the little things, man. Um, and just tell yourself, like, even though it may not seem like it, like all this shit is going to be okay. And even with talking to, talking to my girlfriend, um, talking to my friends, my, um, my therapist, um, who I haven't, who I want to go to actually. And I guess I want to talk about that. I want to go to therapy, but like that shit costs, bro. And you know, am I going to save, am I going to spend a hundred dollars on therapy that I really don't have, um, to get some insight or am I going to keep that hundred dollars and be like, Oh, well, I'll just kind of suffer or talk my way through it mentally or even physically talk my way through it. But yeah, those are the those are the the decisions that I find myself making. Um even with gas, bro, I'm like, bro, I drive so much being a trainer back and forth to the crib. Excuse me, um in between clients uh driving. I'm 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 literally all over the DFW, bro. And I can't tell y'all the last time I filled up my car. I think but I know when I did fill up my car the last time, it cost me $61. And that was when gas was maybe gas had just hit like three ninety nine or like a little bit over four dollars a gallon. And now it's closer to five. I think when I put gas in my car the other day, I paid four ninety five for because uh, I use unleaded plus for my car. So I paid four ninety five and I've just been putting like thirty five dollars max 40 and it's getting me just a little over half a tank. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck? Like, I know that if I if I fill my shit up, it's gonna be at least seventy five bucks. And I'm like, is that the is that the business decision that I want to make, or do I just want to keep putting forty dollars in my car? Because that seventy five dollars coming out of my that seventy five dollars coming out your account when you really don't have that bread to spend is like, bro. Yeah, I got gas, but shit. What the fuck I'm doing? You know what I'm saying? I don't got no bread. So it's like, bro, like if, if gas could go down, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Even if gas went down to like three dollars, bro, that would at least get me to like three quarters of a tank. Gas is three dollars. So for me, it'd probably be like three twenty five. I can deal with that, bro. Put that thirty, thirty five dollars. That's at least going to give me 10 gallons. My car holds like 14 so I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I could make something happen. And then it's like, bro, gas just don't be gassing like it used to. And I was reading up on that shit of why it just seems like the gas is just running out of everyone's car because everybody is saying the same thing. Uh, 
even when you go to the gas station, bro, you can't even smell the gas. You know, this shit just, it's just like, bro, what are we putting in our car? But I saw that you should go fill up your cars. Listen to me when I'm telling y'all this. Um, you should fill up y'all's car. Y'all should fill up y'all's cars in the morning because the gas is at a lower temperature, so it's not evaporating as fast as it would if it was at a higher temperature um, in the afternoon when it's super hot because it's cooler outside. So you should do that, and you shouldn't allow all the air bubbles to get into all the air to get into your tank when you push, uh, pull, pull the thing all the way up so you can uh, so it can fill automatically. <clears throat> It said you should either hold it or hold it or put it to one where it's not all the way, all the way back if you're going to do it automatically. Um, so those, are, I guess, are a few tips. And obviously, gas is high because one, because of the war, because oil prices have shot up um, because there's a high it's a supply and demand thing. There's a high demand for gas. So obviously, they're going to charge us more because we need the shit more. Um you know what I'm saying? We we didn't need it as much when we were in the pandemic. Well, we were in the beginning stages of the pandemic because niggas weren't going anywhere. So that's why gas was so fucking cheap. But now <clears throat> it's the total opposite. Everybody's back. Niggas are going back to the office. People aren't working from home. Niggas are trying to go places, traveling, driving everywhere to the mall, grocery store, et cetera, et cetera. So they're like, oh, we're going to hike this shit up. And it's just as high as it's ever. It's as high as it's been since shit. Last time I remember, like 2008. So. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, this I feel like this um, this recession with everything going on in the world as far as like, bro, so many people have been getting killed, like all these fucking mass shootings. It shit is really just driving everyone insane. Um, black people dying, which is seems like the norm now. Like, oh, we're just going to go kill black people. Oh, they don't mean anything like okay, let's go have fun. We're not going to suffer any consequences. They're just going to give us a little slap on the wrist and tell us to go on about our day. Uh, the shooting, the shooting at the elementary school, um, that, that shit was, man, I, I don't even know what to say about that. That shit just kind of, I was taken aback by everything that happened. Uh, I had to, sometimes you really just have to get off social media, bro, because here lately, and I don't know if, a lot of my business owners listen to this, but as a business owner, uh, you you definitely use social media uh, to market yourself, especially Instagram, um, Twitter, not so much. <clears throat> but I feel like a lot of my friends and a lot of my business business success comes from my following on Instagram and the people that I know. So, yeah, man, just seeing all that bullshit is like, damn, I need to get off of this shit. But then you're like, well, I also need to market myself, need to talk about my business, um, let everybody know what's going on. So it's like, OK, how do you manage being a businessman or a businesswoman or an entrepreneur or whatever? And also taking care of your mental health, because if you don't have if you're not all the way there mentally, like you can't function in your business. Uh, and that's what I that's one thing that I did want to discuss today is just like, bro, um, uh, obviously being a business owner is stressful and with the climate that the world is in uh it's 10 times more stressful so i just feel like everyone that is pursuing their entrepreneurial endeavors um we really need to buckle down and take care of ourselves mentally uh because i feel like that's most important physically as well just take care of your health 
um, all around, take care of ourselves all around, like uh, holistically, because uh, I would say it seems like shit is about to hit the fan, but shit, the shit is everywhere. It's already hit the fan. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it's, it's tough to deal with, bro, because you're trying to enjoy life. You're trying to enjoy, you know, your relationships. You want to travel. You want to go places. Plane tickets are fucking $800 to go to New York or wherever the fuck we're trying to go and it just sucks bro and it's I I, I know I found myself um asking this question during self-talk all the time like why is this shit happening why is this shit happening one but then it's like why is this shit happening like right now there's never a good time for anything for something like this to happen but I just feel like this is the time where we're supposed to be, you know, blossoming, celebrating, traveling, discovering ourselves, trying new things, experiencing new things, um, just seeing what this life shit about and is about. And it's just kind of it's just holding us back. And at one point, um, a couple of weeks ago, I didn't even really know who the hell to talk to about this, this business shit because I felt like. I couldn't really talk to my mom um, because she's not a business owner. You know what I'm saying? I I I, I talked to talked to my dad about it, um, but it was just like it wasn't really telling me what I was trying to hear. Uh, it was the basic like, oh, well, you know, you'll figure it out. Keep pushing. Keep your head down, and it's like. I tell myself that shit all the time. No shade to my dad, but, you know, you really want some some advice from somebody who has, I guess, been in that position or knows where you're coming from. So I had to seek out other resources, man, and uh, just talk to them about their journey and the obstacles that they faced and how they overcame the bullshit and just what kept them driven to do what they did and to get to where they are. And when I tell y'all, bro, like these last month, what was it? What is it? June now? Last month was one of the hardest months financially I have ever had in my life. Bro, I felt like every day something was being some money was being taken from me and I was just like bro where is this shit coming from like it was like bro it it was so hard to like even just function I was like damn how am I gonna pay how am I gonna pay this gym fee how am I gonna get groceries how am I gonna keep gas in the whip you know what I'm saying and I feel like as black people bro we make the struggle look so good fam like when we really be ass out but people see us and be like oh well you doing this or you driving this or you got this on or you out with these people so you gotta be good and it's like nah my nigga like i'm 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 in this whole uh eating off the value me you feel or i'm in this whole like shit really we not i'm not even well i ain't gonna say i ain't eating out because shit Buying groceries costs just as much as eating fast food or eating out. But I'm going to for sure buy groceries because, you know, health. Anyway, I'm like, damn, I'm like, go to the, go, go, go out to eat or something. Nigga, I went to go, I went to Golden Chick one day. 
and I'm and if y'all if y'all watch my Instagram story, y'all probably seen me talking about this shit. I went to Golden Chick one day, and I'm like, damn, okay, like I've been I've been wanting some Golden Chick, been wanting to fuck up some tenders. I go to that hoe. I'm like, okay, let me get the uh, let me get the six dollar box. That was like, oh, we don't have that hoe anymore. I said, nigga, what? I was like, bro, first off, y'all go from having a five dollar box. And that hoe will get a nigga full because sometimes they will put, usually they used to put three tenders in that hoe, but sometimes they'll give a nigga like five because it's like, nigga, we continuously making these hoes. I could throw some extras in there. It ain't shit. I was like, oh, well, fuck it, man. It's been 542. You go in there with $10. You good. Go in there with $10. It's been 542. You might even just get yourself an extra roll or some corn fritters just because you feeling freaky. And then it's like, Okay, then they go up to the $6 box. So it's like, all right, you end up spending like six fifty, which still ain't bad, bro. You know what I'm saying? For for some golden shit. And now y'all saying y'all don't have that hoe no more? Bro, this is insane. So then I'm like, all right. And I'll look at the menu. See at number one, that hoe was like eight seventy nine. I'm like, oh, wait. 879 plus tax that's nine dollars and something i'm not trying to spend nine dollars on no golden chick are you crazy i i was like all right just drove off i'm like yeah let me take my bitch ass back home bro and just eat what's at the crib you know what i'm saying let me throw this chicken out and make my own golden chick goddamn but it's just like the little shit bro like that just be frustrating you you know what i'm saying and that shit takes a toll on you mentally and so I hope everybody out there is is taking care of their self, taking care of their mental health, bro, um, in a time like this, because shit, it, it, it's needed, man. Uh, a lot of us are trying to get into our careers, you know what I'm saying? And we think that, oh, if we right now, everybody wants money, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like money will solve a lot of our problems. We like, damn, we ain't making we ain't making shit, you know what I'm saying? And we got bills. We young, we ain't making shit, and we got bit. Well, I ain't going to speak for everybody because I know some of my partners out there got that sack. And I commend y'all. I'm happy for y'all because, you know what I'm saying, I know how hard niggas work to get to that point. But as of right now, me, I'm still trying to work to get there, goddamn. And I know it's going to happen for me, bro. But And I know I'm probably not ready for what's going to take place when I do get it. That's why I don't have it right now. But it's just like, damn, a little... If I had about 50 bands right now, or if I had 100K right now, like, I could, I could make some shake with that shit, bro. No cap. But that shit obviously ain't going to fall out the sky. Uh, and that's okay. You know what I'm saying? It's it's ups and downs of anything. Uh, keep going, my nigga. It's better days. Larry June said that shit, man. But and right now, we, we, we down, bitch. We down about, about 20, bitch. We down. But we gonna come back, you know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, man, just take care of y'all mentals, bro, because uh, it's hectic out here, bro. Um, and I, I caught myself listening to "Nothing Even Matters" uh, the other day, and I was just like, "Damn!" When I heard this song when I was younger, it sounded like a love song, and you interpret that song however you interpret that song. You know, that's your point of view. Uh, and it very much could be a love song. But um, when I listened to it the other day, I was just like, 
damn, bro, nothing, nothing really matters at all. Like all this shit don't really matter. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's really how a nigga be how a nigga be feeling type shit. Like none of this shit matters, bro. Nothing even matters. We just we just living, fam. We just going through this shit, and we just here for a good time, not a long time, bro. And I feel like I know it's hella people out there that have that mindset, like, bro, all this shit don't matter, bro. Like, we stressing ourselves out about money. We stressing ourselves out about bills and shit. Every time you know we done stressed out about something, or every time that we done uh, thought we weren't gonna get to a certain place or every time we thought we weren't going to accomplish something like we either did it and we kept move we kept on moving or shit we didn't do it and there was something greater on the other side and so it's easy to say man this shit don't matter bro don't even stress about that shit like it's cool like one day one day you're going to wake up and be like, damn, I was stressing for about that shit for what? Like, blah, blah, blah. But in the moment, bro, that shit really have your head fucked up. And you be like, damn, how am I going to make it to shit? What's today? How am I, If it's Thursday, how am I going to make it to next Thursday? Shit, how am I going to make it to tomorrow, bit? But shit, tomorrow I get there, you wake up, and you just keep getting after it like you was the day before, bro. That next Thursday, get there, and you like, shit, well, I didn't think I was going to make it to tomorrow, nigga. I made it through Thursday. I made it to next Thursday. And it's like, bro, you don't want to live your life like that. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you feel like you done put in hella work. You done put in hella time. Uh, <clears throat> you done, excuse me, you done, you've done everything that you feel like you're supposed to do to be able to be successful. And now... You just sitting here and you just in this slump or you just mentally you just down and out. Um, and one thing I had to realize, bro, is it's just like this life should just keep going, bro. No matter what you going through, no matter uh, how shit is going for you, no matter Whatever the case is, bro, this this lot the world keeps spinning, fam. You you gonna keep having day and night. Uh, if the Lord say the same, you gonna keep waking up. You know what I'm saying? And it's really up to you to go out and tackle the day, like you did the day before. And if you didn't have a if you didn't have a good day that day before, man, like don't hold that shit over your head, bro. You know what I'm saying? Get up. And be like, shit, we gonna leave yesterday in the past, and today we gonna see what we gonna see what's on the agenda, bro. And we gonna try to do everything that we can to make shit happen, man. But um, yeah, man. Moral of that story is, bro, just find a way to stay motivated, whether it's through music, whether it's through self talk, whether it's through your friends and family, whether it's through the activities that you do, whether it's through um, going to the gym, whether it's through shit, whatever. Um, another thing, stay off Instagram. Stop comparing your lives to other people's lives because other people's lives ain't you. And just because they look like they do on the internet, bro, they might be more fucked up than you. You know what I'm saying? Um, and or more fucked up than the next nigga. Everything that glitter ain't fucking gold, bro. Uh, and that that's one thing I had to learn too. 
and just you know what I'm saying? Just continue to be you and run your fucking race, man. Run your race. Don't let anybody don't let anybody deter you. Don't let anybody make you feel like you need to be in this place when you really in the place that you're supposed to be already, type shit. Uh and that's all I'm gonna say on that. Um, segueing into something different. So, as y'all know, I am a personal trainer and I am an aspiring strength and conditioning coach. So if y'all don't know what strength and conditioning coaches are, um usually they work in like the school settings, so like grade school, universities, colleges, uh, and sometimes if you're fortunate enough, like you have your own gym or somebody may hire you to work for like a professional team or you just in business for yourself. Me, um, I want to work with high school kids and I want to work with high school athletes because I feel like they benefit from the shit the most, especially growing up as an as a high school athlete um, and not really having any guidance in the fucking weight room, bro, because DISD didn't have the budget for a strength and conditioning coach. So if we were working out, it was with our basketball coach who really didn't know shit about lifting weights. Um, and it was just like, oh, we just going to go in here and do the basic bench press box jump and maybe some type of squat and curls type shit and we're gonna go to the basketball court so growing up i think was always skinny uh never really had any mass ate whatever the fuck i wanted to eat and you know just did shit that way but when you get older you realize and you see that bro people need people need proper guidance especially athletes um in the weight room because you can't take a coach who lifted weights in the 90s and try to get them to explain to a 16-year-old the proper way to set up for a hang clean or a power clean or a deadlift or a squat or bench press. Because, first of all, they might not even know what the fuck those exercises are. Secondly, they don't know how much weight needs to be put on that bar. Thirdly, is thirdly even a word? Third of all, it's like, bro, they don't have the proper knowledge to make you, proper knowledge to instruct you on how to lift weights. They fucking have a general studies degree or or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? They just, your basketball coach, they just know the game of basketball. They don't know strength training. So, um, yeah, I've been trying to, I'm, I'm in the process of pursuing that, pursuing that dream. Um, and... I want to say it's been a journey, to say the least. Um, so I've been reaching out to hella coaches, uh, reached out to some universities, just trying to get some experience, bro, just to get people to know who I am um, and know that I really, this is something that I really want to do. And this is something that I'm trying to, you know, make happen type shit. Um, so the other day, I went up to um, Louisville High School, uh, 
because one of my homeboys is a coaches football out there and uh, they started their summer strength training program that morning so he was like hey i know this is what you're trying to do because i had been looking for an internship um and I'll, I'll explain her whole internship thing later i have been looking for an internship man and like i was i was fine and shit but everything was like out of the way and i'm like i live in lancaster bro I'm not finna drive. Well, I, dr- I drove to Louisville the other morning, but, like, I can't do that shit four times out of the week, bro. Gas is too fucking high. Even if gas wasn't that fucking high, like, that's still so much fucking driving, bro. Um, But anyway, so everything was, like, in Frisco or in Plano or shit just super duper far out. And I know some people be like, well, sometimes you got to make that sacrifice. Sometimes you got to do this. Sometimes you got to do that. And I'm like, it sounds good to a person that is that has uh, a safety net or some something to fall back on. Because a lot of people that pursue um, strength and conditioning um, are white men. And the industry is dominated by white men so for one we need more women in the industry because women are intelligent too uh especially black women i haven't i don't i don't think i've ever seen a black strength and conditioning coach um i've seen like black coaches that like i've seen black coaches that are maybe chiropractors or physical therapists and they so they just so happen to have their cscs so they have their own business and they do uh strength training but i've never seen a black woman at like a high school at the high school level or the university level that is a strength and conditioning coach um we need more of that we also need more marginalized groups um in that sector because uh like I said, it's dominated by white men. And the reason why, part of the reason why it's dominated by white men, because a lot of white men have that that backbone or that uh, or something to fall back on. Like if you pursuing this most of the time as a strength and conditioning coach, you're either a GA. Um, so you're in school and you're getting paid twenty thousand dollars for the year, ten thousand dollars a semester and you're living on your own. Or you may be living at home and your parents are paying for everything, essentially. You don't have to pay for shit because they have money. They can give you money. And even if you are paying rent, paying all your bills and you fall short on something, you could hit them up and they could hit them up and be like, oh, hey, dad. Hey, mom, I need a thousand dollars. My car broke down. I need to put it in the shop or I'm two hundred dollars short on rent. Can you help me out? And they can get by like that. And a lot of the times, once you, once you're in the strength and conditioning sector, uh, you're working, but you're working for free because these internships that are offered are unpaid. And me being the person that I am, I've worked unpaid internships several times uh, because either I had to do it because of school, or it was something that I wanted to do to get to where I wanted to be, essentially. Um, and I think unpaid internships across the board, 
I think internships should be abolished. Unpaid internships should be abolished across the board because these people can essentially treat you how they want to treat you, work you to death, and you get nothing from it but just to say, oh, I got experience. And that experience might not even get you anywhere, you know? Um, And that's the fucked up part about it. Uh, Because a lot of times people you know, hang up their dreams because they're like, oh, well, shit, I'm getting older. I have a family. Um, I have bills to pay. And this trying to condition this shit, not paying for it. But one thing that I am starting to see, which is which is a good thing, um, which kind of made me happy, is that um, a lot of these schools and a lot of these sports programs in these schools are starting to see the value of having a strength and conditioning coach or even a strength and conditioning coordinator that coordinates everything for the district or whatever, um, they're starting to see the value in that because now these coaches can actually focus on what they need to focus on um, as far as their sport and leave the weightlifting and the training up to the strength and conditioning coach. And a lot of people think, I'm pretty sure I've said this on this podcast several times, that it's just, oh, we're going to lift weights um, and then you're going to be in and out the door, which is partially correct, but partially incorrect because <clears throat> it takes more than just a person who knows how to work out to understand the philosophy of training and create their own philosophy and teach that to the kids that they're bringing up through these sports programs or whether it's football, basketball, track, tennis, golf, whatever, because you want everything to be able to translate to the field and or the court or wherever. And you want these kids or whoever you're training or coaching to benefit from whatever you're doing um, in the weight room. And you want them to be able to be functional uh, you don't want to put them through this, this hard ass workout knowing that they have to go to practice um, the next day or shit right after they lift weights um, because they won't be able to perform at their highest rate. So this shit really is a science. Um, functional fitness is super important, not just for athletes, but for everyone. And so me having the knowledge that I do and me being the person who enjoys learning and enjoys helping people, I feel like um, this would be the perfect job for me. And I'm just trying to find a way and create my own lane because um, shit, this shit really not meant for us type shit. So um, anyway, the strength and conditioning coach, I went up to Louisville. Strength and conditioning coach at Louisville was a black guy. Uh, super cool dude, man. Um, put me on a lot of game. Uh, put me on a whole lot of game. And it really helped me out in the, I guess, hour and what? 30 minutes that I was there. So big shout out to Coach White. Um, he actually connected me with another strength coach um, in Lancaster. So right up the street from me. Um, and I'm just trying to, you know, work that and see how that will go. But yeah, man, it's definitely a 
hard industry to get into. Um, and I feel like everything that I choose or everything that I want to do is just like, I have to get it out the mud, bro. And I, and I think I've reached the point to where I'm just like, why does everything have to be out of the mud, bro? Like, why does everything in my, why do I have to get everything in my life out of the mud? Like, why, niggas like to say, oh, like, I work for mom, I don't get no handouts. And I'm to the point where I'm like, no, bro, hand that shit to me. Like, that, that's what I really want. Like, get, give me that shit. You know, I'm I'm tired of working. I I don't I don't work so hard, but at least I feel like I have. And so, I just be like, and they say comparison is a thief of joy. I understand, but when I tell y'all, bro, I be seeing other people and talking to them, and they just be like, yeah, I do this, I do that, or they in a position that I want to be in. So I'm trying to pick their brain and ask them, you know, what did you do to get here, and could you help if there there's anything that you could uh, help me do, like. You know what I'm saying? Uh, could you do that for me? Blah, blah, blah. Like, I'd be willing to do the work, bro. Doing the work is not the thing. It's just like, bro, consistently picking a career or picking something where I have to, like, really build that shit from the ground up is like, oh, my fucking goodness, bro. When does this shit stop? But um, I guess it doesn't ever stop. You know what I'm saying? uh maybe maybe that's life maybe you just get to a point to where it's like oh well you you've done you've done the dirty work and now like your work is working for you type shit your clients are speaking for you your athletes are speaking for you your experience is speaking for you your knowledge is speaking for you but until you get to that point it's the constant foot pedal to the metal keep your foot on the gas all gas no brakes type of shit and bruh I've been doing that shit since I graduated college in 2019. It's 2022. So I'm like, okay. Well, I graduated college at 22. I'm now 25. Like, all right, bro. Like, when is this shit going to pick up? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I didn't go to... Uh, I, I went to grad school. I didn't get a job straight out of grad school because of the pandemic. It wasn't no sports and sports management jobs. Niggas, and niggas wasn't hiring. And you get a lot of these jobs by knowing people you know what i'm saying i didn't know anybody really in that in that sector so it was like shit okay what am i finna do and then i kind of changed my whole career path while mid-grad school so i was like man damn all right what the hell um but you know i say all that that i said all that to say shit when things are meant for you bro it's already destined that that shit is gonna happen and I see the greatness unfolding, bro. I see everything that I want in my life unfolding for me. Um, and yeah, it's hard. Yeah, you don't want to. Sometimes you want to be like, man, fuck this shit. But then you look and you like, I can't say fuck this shit, bro. I done made it too far. You know what I'm saying? Or I'm, I'm closer to where I want to be than where I was yesterday or where I was shit two months ago so why would i stop now because shit tomorrow could be the day you know what i'm saying tomorrow could be the day i get a call and be like hey we saw you uh we, we saw you put in this application or we got your contact from such and such how about you come up here and we got this for you you know what i'm saying or anything so why lay down now uh but yeah man that's um that's all that's been really on my mind. So to anybody that's 
chasing something and that's feeling uncertain about it or feeling defeated or feeling like you ain't you ain't getting what you deserve or feeling like you deserve more or whatever like just know that that shit is coming bro um it might not come today it might not come tomorrow it might not come next week but that shit is coming all you gotta do is stay down uh remember whatever that whatever you're doing especially if it's something like building a brand um something like training or whatever the case it is whatever the case may be like do that shit because you enjoy it do that shit because you love it do it because you love helping people and building those relationships because those people will notice that shit man um even if they stop working with you for whatever reason or they stop purchasing your shit or doing whatever like those relationships matter so do that shit because you enjoy that and that money will come that money will come it will be there and you'll remember when you wanted to to stop lay down quit and you'll be like i'm glad i kept fucking going so shit uh that's all i got for y'all today man um y'all get at me Man, follow my follow my pages, all my pages, Instagram, talk to me, Tyler T. Follow my training account, train to the T, train with the number two, the T, the letter T. Um, get at me on on Twitter. Yeah, man. Uh, I got some. I got a lot of shit coming as far as like personal training goes. So, y'all get at me about that. Stay on, stay on the lookout for that, and uh, I'll catch y'all soon, man. Peace.